You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, I'm excited to feature two Purdue graduates and their journey to and through Purdue. As per uh, tradition here at Full Steam Ahead, I want to carry that on here with part one of the two graduates and highlighting one of the commencement student responders that will be addressing his uh, fellow class at the graduation ceremonies. And that is uh, Brandon Wells. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to me here on a Friday night. Uh, excited to uh, put this episode out for our listeners uh, and let you get to just share your journey to and through Purdue. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, let's, let's start with the, the beginning. How did you uh, end up at Purdue University? Uh, I ended up at Purdue, actually. I'm from North Carolina, so I grew up in, in Cary, North Carolina, born and raised there. But my family is actually from different parts of the Midwest. Uh, so my mom grew up in Chicago, and my dad grew up an hour away from here in Kankakee, Illinois. Okay. Um, so we came up here one summer to visit family. Uh, we happened to drive past Purdue campus. We're like, oh, let's, let's go and tour it, see, what, see what's there. Uh, and we ended up walking through Armstrong Hall. And then we saw this uh, office called the Minority Engineering Program. And my mom's like, oh, let's go in there. Let's go check it out. Um, and we went and talked to, to one of the leaders there. Uh, this was Virginia. And she told us about one of the summer programs that they had for prospective students. Uh, and they had like a five-week introduction to engineering program. You did a whole bunch of different design projects. You got to, you know, prepare for the SAT and take a few sample classes. But it really gave me a sense of like what Purdue was like before I even applied or thought about applying. And I, I left knowing like I'm going to apply here and I'm going to try to do my best to come here because they got a lot of great people and a lot of great projects going on. Awesome, man. And then uh, talk about what you studied and, and, and focused on at Purdue. Yeah, so at Purdue, I studied material science and engineering. Um, and there's a lot of different disciplines of engineering. Um, but I really like materials engineering because it takes kind of fundamental science and then connects it to things that we see and, and feel every day. Because um, I guess the key difference about it is like we, we look at, say, you know, a water bottle, like, oh, this is made out of metal. But like, why is this metal different from like the metal we use to build buildings? Or why is this metal different from like the paper that we have on our desk? Um, and the answers to that are kind of on the level that you need a microscope to see, but those are things you can also see and experience in real life. Um, and those connections to this questions I had about everyday life is what really got me interested in material science and engineering. Like even one of the labs we had, we had a, uh, they gave us a door hinge and said, hey, figure out what kind of metal this is. And like, figure out how it was made. And I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I guess I decided just by seeing the world around me and wanting to know more about how that worked. Um, but then also, the freedom to kind of go into then any industry after that was really exciting. Um, there's no one major or there's one place that a materials engineer can go. You can say, like, hey, you're, you're building something with the material. Let's see how I can help out. Wow, that's really cool. So what kind of influenced that or, uh, you know, how early on in your life did you think this is what you wanted to do? <sighs> it really came, I think, from when I both toured Purdue. And I think even just, I used to read this magazine called Popular Science. Um, and they send it out every month and every month there's something in it about material science and engineering. Um, I think even there was one article about um, some research with like football helmets and how to make those safer. Um, how does the cushioning work and, and how can you change that? Um, but even I guess too, when I toured through the first time, I got, I got to meet one of the professors here as well. And they told me about materials engineering and told me about the program here. Um, and I think what definitely helped me to stay as well was just the environment within the department. 
um, because it's a smaller department, you actually get to know a lot of the students that are there, the professors, um, and you feel a lot more connected to the people who are teaching you. Um, and I really appreciated that. That's so cool. What, what do you hope to do with all this after graduation? <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I'll be going, in, I really enjoy the process of research and I'm really hoping to continue along that line. After graduation, I'm actually going to start a master's degree starting next semester. Um, but then I guess, you know, this graduation after school, um, I'm really actually interested in, um, I can continue to find other industries and places I can take my degree. Um, I've worked in a lot of different industries before, but now I'm really interested in finding out how do we, you know, as a growing population with, you know, climate changing and things becoming more difficult to predict, how are we going to still be able to produce food that we need and how are we going to be able to distribute it to people that we need and be sure we're not wasting as much um, all the kind of resources and food that we have. And I'm trying to see how do I apply my background in materials engineering to food, whether that's in packaging or how do we better transport food or how can we increase the, the productivity of our farmers? That's all questions that have technological roots, but also are in different, you know, industries and with working with different people. I'm excited to get into that. Wow, that is, that is awesome. <laughs> that's so exciting. Um, well, that's, man, talk about, I want to hear about, I was looking at your bio, you know, getting mm -hmm. ready for this episode. I was going to ask you what you're involved in at Purdue. I might have to ask the question, what weren't you involved in at <laughs> Purdue? Because you've got a, a, an incredible list of, of clubs and organizations and just things you were involved in at Purdue. Uh, share some of those with our viewers. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's four and a half years is a long time. So I just, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll focus on a few things and, and really just when I was there, try to give them my all. Um, but definitely one of the things that sticks out the most to me is just my time in the jazz band. So I play trumpet. Um, I've played trumpet for a while now. And what really, this is, I guess another reason that something that grabbed me to Purdue is, you know, you hear a lot of people like, oh, we don't have any music majors at Purdue, uh, but we still have a band program. And I think that still is an understatement compared to what, how much people love music and how many opportunities there are for people that want to pursue and continue to play and continue to learn and grow. Uh, I played so many concerts while I was here. Um, and just being able to, you know, have my schoolwork that I do, but then, you know, Monday, Thursday from six to eight, be able to play with a group of musicians that love music as much as I do and challenge ourselves and, and find, find new things to play and just find ways to uh, uh, create like a nice, environment for the audience, that was something I always loved going back to. Um, so yeah, that's, that's jazz band. And I guess one of the, the other organizations that I really am passionate about was the National Society of Black Engineers. Um, again, that's kind of connected to the minority engineering program that brought me here to Purdue. Um, but their mission statement is, you know, to, to increase the number of culturally responsible black engineers who excel academically, succeed professionally, and positively impact their career. And to me, that's just a really powerful mission statement to have. Uh, and then seeing the different ways that all the students live that out with you know, the different programs that they put on, but more so just how they care about how do we make this environment, whether it's Purdue or a different school, just easier to access and easier to navigate um, by using the, the expertise of older students and by learning from our mistakes and finding ways to just uh, help other students out. And that, that really drew me um, to wanting to do more than just kind of be in classes, but then find ways to how can my experiences, you know, help others later on. Yeah, that, man, that's amazing. It sounds like you're already living that out and you're going to successfully live that out uh, post-graduation or even post-graduate uh, uh, school. So it'll be exciting just to, to see how this all plays out for you. 
Um, Thank you. You mentioned some of these things you've been involved in. Talk about maybe some of your, uh, if different than what you just answered, you know, your favorite memories at Purdue. Ooh, yeah, so I guess <laughs> I talked about some of the jazz band concerts, but I guess one of my favorite ones that we put on every year, uh, it's called Evening of Romance. And it's like every Valentine's Day, they do it in Marriott Hall. Um, and that's really in the hospitality building. Um, but then for that night, they kind of, they dress it up, they have a lot of nice tables, nice food, um, and we're the band for that night. Um, and at first, I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be like playing, playing music for, for people that are supposed to be, I guess, on a date. But it was so much more interesting to be playing with your audience. Because instead of us being on a stage in Logue Theater where we're looking down, we're right there kind of on the dance floor with people. And when you play certain, something a certain way or when you, you know, uh, try to emulate a certain feeling, you can see the reaction from the audience. And that was always my favorite concert to play every year, just because you, you're there in the audience and... Um, it was, it was a very fun concert. We played a lot of fun music that day. Um, and I guess another fun memory, um, if you're ever on campus on a Friday, have you heard of Morph Suit Guy? I'm not. Oh my goodness. This is, I think, no matter what kind of mood you could be having, you could have just had an exam, you could have just you know, not gotten a lot of sleep the night before, you know, you could not know, you know how to do your next homework assignment. But every Friday afternoon, you'd be walking kind of across the engineering mall and then you'd see, it started out just one guy in like a full morph, morph suit. So it's like a, a head to toe covering. Can't really see their face or identity, but they're wearing clothes on top of that. So it looks like a normal person from afar. So then you see the morph suit, like this guy, what's going on? But then they're playing music and dancing across campus, just outside, having a good time. And that brought a smile to my face. Just every time they see that, just see other people having fun. And then it grew. Like it went from being one person to like three or four, people uh all kind of in the same same costume and that was something i could just every friday it was a little thing but i enjoyed seeing that every every friday that's awesome man great memories always up there on the campus there's so many things to do and see and and just places to hang out where was your go-to spot on campus Ooh, it's a sore <laughs> spot now because it's under construction oh. um I, I used to i spent a lot of time in the union especially when i, I spent the latter half of my years living in hawkins uh, and I loved how you could just take the tunnels from the dorm to the union. You could grab food, you could study, you could just, you know, get coffee, talk with a friend. Um, and it's, that was my favorite spot. Um, mostly because when I study either by myself, like in a library, I'm, I'm likely to fall asleep. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to be like in a coffee shop or somewhere to, to stay alert. But um, the union was always a great place. And sometimes you hear concerts there. Sometimes you just meet old friends passing by. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's one of my favorite spots. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Union is just a, a, a beautiful spot on campus to be. Um, well, one of the reasons we got you on this episode, Brandon, is to talk about the uh, commencement uh, speech and, and being a student responder, if you will. Uh, talk about that process and uh, being nominated and then finding out you were chosen to address your uh, fellow classmates. It was a surprise. <laughs> it was a surprise because over the summer, I think my, my research advisor asked me for my resume and I'm like, well, I knew we were trying to, to work out graduate school things. So I thought it was related to, to that. Um, so I suspected nothing. Uh, and then I get a call, I guess a month or so ago, I was leaving the lab and somebody said, congratulations. So it's from a restricted number, mind you. And I'm like, I don't know who this is or what this is for. Uh, I picked it up and said, congratulations. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Sounds like a scam call, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is this another cruise? Uh, but, but when they explained it, I was, I was really just flabbergasted. This was not something I expected to, to, 
to have to think about, but that I was really honored to have. I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing to think about, um, especially a lot of students who you don't really think about what graduation is going to be. You just expect to graduate. Um, but then the, the feeling that I'm going to be a part of this process, I don't take lightly. And I'm, I'm excited to have the opportunity to speak to, to students about it. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm sure it's already written, maybe even already recorded since we're doing virtual ceremonies right now. But uh, without giving it all away, what's, what's your message to uh, the student body? My message to the student body, if I had to, to, to keep it brief, is um, I guess I try to talk about just the qualities of Purdue students that I admire. Um, and I didn't have to meet and talk to everybody to kind of see the values that everybody holds and, and what they stand by. Um, and I want to just acknowledge how that is is a really important and cool thing to just how how they live um and then also what lessons that taught me over my four years at purdue um you know i didn't come in knowing everything and i'm leaving still not knowing everything but i know a little bit more uh and the people at purdue taught me that the students here not just the professors um and then also just how why that's relevant especially given the the context that we're in now there's a lot of things going on people are stress going through a lot um but even when things may not seem connected i think there's a lot that we can take away from our purdue experience that will um help us kind of tough out these next couple months and, and even longer awesome well said and i just want to, as we're kind of wrapping up here i know you're going to continue on graduate graduate school there at purdue so you're not leaving quite yet but as you as a as you look back at your last uh, several years as an undergrad what do you take away from your time at purdue Hmm. What do I take away from my time at Purdue? Purdue is really unique in how it brings people from all over. Like that is a takeaway that it took me a while to realize. Like the classes are great. The education is phenomenal. Um, but the fact also that I can meet people from all over the world um, with so many different reasons for coming here and learn alongside with them, that, that is kind of one of my biggest takeaways and I'm gonna even while I'm still here continue to try to soak up um, the people here and and learn from from them and, and be open to that awesome now you're surrounded by amazing people up there on campus and it's always a, a blessing and an honor to to walk away with a, a degree from uh, Purdue University for sure absolutely Brandon anything else you want to share with our viewers before we wrap it up anything else um I just want to thank all the people that kind of helped me to get here. This was not a, a solo journey, and I'm not going to be able to mention all the names, but if you're hearing this, I, I'm just grateful for you. Awesome, Brandon. Hey, thank you so much for your time. I can't wait to see the mark you make in this world. I know you're going to be a very successful young man. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Boiler up. Boiler up. All right, now it's my pleasure to welcome in our second featured graduate to this episode, Ashwin Sivakumar. Ashwin, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, uh, thank you for having me. I'm doing well today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to, to talk to me and join the podcast. I'm excited to let our listeners hear your journey uh, to Purdue and beyond and uh, just what's lying ahead for you post-graduation. We'll get into that in a minute. I don't want to spoil the fun there. Um, but tell to us and uh, let our listeners get to know you a little bit. How did you get to Purdue? Uh, so I'm originally from Virginia. Um, I went to school here I live in Northern Virginia and I go to Thomas Jefferson High School uh, uh, Science and Technology. 
I was interested in Purdue because I was very interested uh, and passionate about aeronautics and astronautics. Uh, going to the cradle of astronauts was one of my dreams growing up. Uh, and going to a science and tech school for high school also really helped me with that process. So I'm very glad that I was admitted to Purdue and that I'm proud to call it my uh, alma mater. Awesome. That's great. We're glad to have you. Uh, some excitement for uh, your future lying ahead here uh, post-graduation. Uh, talk about what you studied at Purdue. Uh, so at Purdue, like I mentioned, uh, currently I'm an aerospace engineer. Uh, specifically, I'm uh, on more, a little more on the astronautical side um, for aerodynamics and propulsion, which are my main concentrations. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what I'm studying. I graduate here in a few more weeks, uh, so it's coming to an end here. Can you believe it? How, <laughs> that it's uh, that's coming to this point? Yeah, it's been a it's been a long ride. I've made a lot of memories and a lot of good times. Um, made a lot of friends. And uh, it's definitely been quite an amazing experience, very humbling, and I feel very blessed. Yeah. We're talking about what influenced your studies. Uh, how long have you been interested in aeronautics? So as I was growing up, you know, in this new technological age, um, you know, in the 2000s, uh, late 1990s, uh, video games, computer games, television, you know, all these exploding into me when I was a child. Uh, I was really influenced by them, particularly a lot of video games growing up. Uh, I was very interested in space, very interested in um, rocketry and engineering growing up. Uh, I've been involved in a lot of science teams and science projects. And I think all of these accumulated into my, my dream of being an astronaut when I grew up. Uh, going to the cradle of astronauts and Purdue University has definitely been one of those dreams in my life. Uh, I'm very proud to say that I've been able to accomplish such a task. That's awesome. Like you mentioned, you're getting ready to graduate here soon. Uh, Talk about just some of your favorite memories while on campus. So on campus, I've done just absolutely so many things. Um, some of my favorite memories come from going to different formal nights, uh, which are held in the Ross Aid Stadium, uh, going to different football games, or just spending time with some friends walking around campus. Produce a very, very beautiful campus, which sometimes if you live in the Midwest can be hard to believe. Um, <laughs> was an absolutely gorgeous campus. Um, the greenery is amazing, uh, going on runs or hikes with you know, friends and family. Um, it's definitely, definitely the highlights of my time here. Yeah, for sure. And talk about some of the programs and stuff you were involved in. So the first program I was involved in when I was a freshman, um, right when I got in was Air Force ROTC. Um, so I am a member of the Reserve Officer Training Corps at Purdue. Uh, they hold one of the best Air Force detachments in the nation, um, and currently I'm set to be one of the first Space Force graduates uh, from their detachment and from Purdue University. Um, that's first and primarily the first organization I was involved in. Within Air Force ROTC, I was a member of Armed Air Society, um, and outside of this, in engineering, I was a member of Purdue Space Day, uh, which was a great experience when I was a freshman and a sophomore, um, having astronauts come visit Purdue and talk to families and children and educate them about rocketry and science. Uh, it was an incredibly humbling experience. Um, also, I was a member of the uh, NASA HERC team, which is a human, human exploration rover challenge, uh, which is a challenge held in, um, in Alabama every single year. Uh, unfortunately, this past year, I was unable to go due to uh, COVID cir uh, circumstances, but it was definitely fun being part of an engineering team on campus, uh, especially related to NASA and stuff. That's awesome. It's so exciting. And you mentioned the Space Force. You mentioned one of, 
you actually will be the first uh, Purdue graduate heading into the uh, Space Force program. I know there's a couple more following you in the spring, but here with the uh, December graduation, you'll be the first. Talk about the excitement behind that and being Purdue's first Space Force graduate. So going into uh, the Air Force ROTC, I've always wanted to be a space operations officer. Uh, you know, and as luck would have it, you know, Space Force, Space Force was created not too long ago, just a little over a year ago. And I've been very lucky and fortunate to be in such a circumstance where I was able to apply to be a Space Force officer in this new branch of the military. Uh, and it's very exciting for me to start this new chapter in my life. Uh, and I feel very lucky and humbled to be in this circumstance. That's, that's so exciting. I, I love it. I'm so glad to have you on and get to hear about this journey and, and what lies next. So after graduation, what happens? You, you just jump right into the Space Force or is there a process uh, before any of that happens? Tell us about that. So uh, there's always a training process when it comes to officer training uh, for the military. For me, that's gonna be Space Force undergraduate training. Uh, know when that happens i wouldn't be able to tell you because a lot of it is still new um, and i've yet to know where i will be deployed or where the training will take place uh, so all of this is still being developed and my hope is while that's sort of figured out i'll be able to continue my education in graduate school i've been currently accepted to a graduate program at purdue uh, and i'm awaiting air force releasing uh, me to continue my studies uh, and hopefully deploy in the uh, US Space Force and begin my training afterwards. Cool, and so obviously you just stay on campus waiting for that call, huh? Definitely. Cool, um, what kind of things do you hope to do once uh, you are called to you know, active duty or whatever it is they have you do? What, what would you ideally like to do for the Space Force? Well, I have a lot of vision going in as a, a future officer in the military, um, especially for a new branch. I think it's very important to set the standards and set precedent uh, for the future and cultivate, um, you know, good ethics and work ethics and values uh, for what's to be the new Space Force. Uh, and so I'm very excited to begin this, uh, this next journey in my life and contribute to this version in technology uh, for space and military science. Uh, so I'm very excited to start working on such things um, in the short future ahead. Awesome. When you look back at your time at Purdue, what will you, what will you take away from your, your journey through Purdue? But looking back, um, let's see, there's just so many, so many things to take away. You know, I'm the first person in my, uh, in my family to go to college in this country. Um, and I have a younger sister and she's currently in high school, you know, and a lot of this was a new experience for me. You know, I've never really known what college is going to be like growing up. Um, and I have to say it was really a, a unique experience. And the thing I love about it most is you, I tend to make, make a family there, you know, a family away from my family at home, which I love very dearly. And, you know, having friends in these different organizations, um, cadets and fellow peers in the detachment um, and other loved ones, I think it's, um, it's really made me who I am today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey to Purdue and what we hope beyond, you know, in the Space Force program. Uh, anything else you'd like our listeners or viewers to know uh, as we wrap up? All I have to say is boiler up and always believe in, believe in your dreams and pursue them because I never in a million years would have thought 
you know, growing up playing, um, you know, Halo or Math Blaster on the computer, that I would be a future Space Force officer. And I, I feel honestly undeserving of such a prestigious position and all this, uh, you know, all these headlines. But uh, I feel very humbled and very blessed. And I would say to anyone, just pursue your dreams to your fullest and never give up because there's no reason to. Wow. Wow. Very well said. Ashwin, it's a, a joy getting to uh, meet you and a pleasure having you on the podcast. And yeah, God bless and uh, Godspeed in uh, the future. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. You as well. Uh, take care. Boiler up. Take care. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.